the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. some artists who considered their time being in a band to be insane. (laughs) But that's not the case with tonight's band, Shiny Penny. Even if it was the name of our opening song. 
Thanks for tuning in The Antidote. I'm the host, Dave Hawkins. It must be easy for any fan to remember the first time they heard Shiny Penny, because they have incredibly catchy music. The first time for me was actually just a few years ago with the band's Wait Don't Hold release. The sound is pop, but then again, maybe it's more alternative. But whatever way you want to call it, it's a fun listen. Their time together as a band goes back a lot longer than I've been listening to their songs, so I needed to find out more from the band. So enjoy the talk that I had with Shiny Penny, along with the song Wonderville from the band's, <laughs> I guess, musically rebellious days. The gentlemen of Shiny Penny have joined the antidote. Guys, thanks for coming. Thank you for having us, Dave. Are you actually gentlemen? You're always well behaved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good moms and dads. <laughs> yes. Doesn't mean we're gentlemen, though. No. <laughs> At all times. We try to be. <laughs> well, what about introducing yourselves and giving us your role in Shiny Penny? I am Dean Schimmel, the worst word, just, just uh, <laughs> Dean, and I sing and play piano and some guitar. Uh, full name, Scott Ayers. Everybody calls me Sticks since age 11, and it wasn't from playing drums because I literally look like a pole. <laughs> Stick boy, if you will. Um, but yes, I, I do play the kit. My name is Brad. I'm one of the guitar players, and I sing a little bit. And we also have another member who is unfortunately not here with us today. His name is Eric Hyman. He's our thunder warrior. He brings the thunder. He's the bass guitar player. Even without the thunder, we can still talk. So what about taking us way back to the band's early days when you were called Shiny Penny and the Critical Shoes? Besides tightening up the name, how have things changed for the band? Um, I think if I were to try to explore all of the things that have probably changed since then, it would probably take a lot longer than what we probably have for this interview. So this is Dean talking, by the way. The band started out with myself, uh, with Brad, and with another gentleman. I like the word gentleman. Let's just use that. Let's just just go with that. And we were seniors in high school. And about halfway through the year, we started playing together. It was birthed out of a desire to play acoustic John Mayer covers. (laughs) (laughs) And initially, I was going to be the drummer, like the full-time drummer, and sing backup vocals. And the original plan also was to have Brad be the lead vocalist and guitarist. Acoustic guitar, because we were going to be an acoustic cover band of John Mayer. Um, and uh, that changed pretty quickly, though. You know, we had we started rehearsing in Brad's parents' basement. And as we spent more time together, I remember we quickly felt something more, um, whatever it was. Like, it could be something more, or we just, you know, we had some chemistry there, I think. And one thing led to another, and before we knew it, we were introducing our own ideas. And we started trying to play original music uh, together. And I was bringing some ideas to the table. Brad was bringing some ideas to the table. Uh, We we each had our own individual songs that we had written. And so we were bringing them to the band to try to make them our own. So Shiny Penny and the Critical Shoes did have a different sound from what you're doing now. And I suppose really a key one that I'm thinking of is the song Wonderville. (laughs) 
Was that sign of an influence that you had on you back then? Oh, yeah. You know, the whole John Mayer thing didn't last too long. (laughs) Uh, We pretty quickly got into bands like Rage Against the Machine, Wolf Mother, kind of heavier uh riff rock riff rock uh what, what's what's the name uh stoner rock is like kind of the, <laughs> is what people on the streets call it but um yeah we we kind of got into that style so i think that is a, a product of you could say obsession with the, that kind of music and i would say that has lasted you know up until today those influences uh especially rage against the machine is still definitely within our, our current music. It's just more subtle and it's more, really, if you come to our live show, we still play songs from all three records, ABM and, and Open Out and Wait Don't Hold. We still play songs from all of those live. And so, and then we, we extend a lot of what we do live and we change things up and do things, you know, put different spins on different things when we play live. And so a lot of the times that old, like, influence of you know the rage against the machine kind of riff rocky kind of stuff like that tends to come out every once in a while when we play live mm-hmm. there's just I, I think there's just a spot in our hearts for that i don't know that, that's just what originally inspired us as a band and for some reason it's stuck with us at least in our live show and really i think in in some music to come i think it'll be heard a little bit here and there as well. Flip the pad, saw the key, got the gift, pulled the string, doors are open, down the halls, the room that couldn't fit us all. Found the tree, up the ghost, looks around, for the roads, how'd he get there? No one knows but him. Of a mystery, behind the river goes across the world into history. Looks into the sky, sees the possibilities. Who is everybody right in front of me? He first sees one of these looking past a man. Second, from the ocean side, he doesn't understand. Third is all and knows the ocean man there. Waiting for a way back home. Yeah. Waiting for a way back home. Waiting for a way. Of the back roads laughing This man looks like a drummer Tapping Ended up here on a day's while napping Sees the Aztec Shows him a warrior's way out Maybe he can stay out And take out the dust of the native spices I don't want to think about Why his life is so priceless Old coin from the British invasion Gets spent on the way back for information Took the path to the king Got the gift Began to sing Knew he found the right connection Point him in the right direction Now he's in the king's protection This is crazy How an imagination Can cause his inspiration Why? Waiting for a way back home
So the band name changed to simply Shiny Penny. And you know, I was going to ask about how your band name came about, but I think I might have figured it out. I'm guessing that it actually comes from Dean's last name. <laughs> Nailed it. Well, however did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> well, in Germany, the Fennig is the equivalent of a penny. Now, Schimmel had to look up and I said, it does mean mold which could be the opposite of shiny. Dang it, he found it out. Dave, you're a smart guy. <laughs> Do I get a bonus point? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll start. And a taco. <laughs> Congratulations. Now you're being immortalized. Now what about the rest of the guys in the band? Do they feel like they're a little bit left out? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Tell them what you really think. Steve. That's why they stiff you in the back of the room. <laughs> no, not at all. So Shiny Penny then really is a community work, all of you guys together. I would say so, yeah. More so now than ever before. What we've been growing into in the past couple years, especially as a band, there's been a lot that has happened with our band. Um, A lot of figuring out our identity as our personal lives have changed as we've all grown and experienced more life and decided what's important to us. It has continued to reflect on how the band continues to look, I think. And yes, it is very much a community and, and we, and it, we're not where even where we want to be. I mean, we have vision and we have goals that are yet to be accomplished with the band. Uh, but a lot of it really is, is, I would very much say centered around the, the communal aspect of it.
Looking for Soul is a song that showcases Shiny Penny's silky smooth style. But what is it that drives the lyrics? That comes up on the next part of our talk. Something that I do find really interesting about your band is that I usually find that pop bands put out songs with fluffy lyrics. But Shiny Penny doesn't do that. And I guess you see that in the anti-boondoggling movement EP. And I love the name. That's hilarious. <laughs> you brought along a song you'd recorded earlier called Mr. Welker. Now, I'd love to hear the background of that song. Like, who is Mr. Welker? And what made you search for truth? It's a great question. Um, what I... I've tried to make a short version of this story, but I still can't. I mean, it's not too long to, to spell it out real quick, but it's okay. So. I'll have a nap and you just. <laughs> so really, you know, I talked earlier about how the band originally was founded by three of us. And that third person who used to be in the band actually wrote a song called Mr. Walker. And they were just lyrics. There wasn't any music. Um, there might've been some rhythm to the lyrics and the title of it was Mr. Walker. Nothing ever came of that collection of words. I remember Brad and I were collaborating musically on putting a song together, which ultimately became Mr. Walker, what you hear musically of Mr. Walker. But as I was putting the last words to the song, all of a sudden I had this idea that I wanted to use that title from that song that this other gentleman <laughs> wrote um that never came you know with the song that nothing ever came about with um and i i respectfully went to this person and I, I asked him if i could use that title because i thought it would fit really well with this song for some reason that i was writing lyrically and musically with brad and he said sure yeah absolutely you can use it and i took that title a lot of times when people ask me this question, Mr. Walker, uh, they, they think Mr. Walker is a person or something, and, and it's not. It's I usually try to explain it as it's a metaphor for everything that's bad or what you don't like, what you hate, what you wish wasn't there, or just something that's hard to deal with. Why did I call it Mr. Walker? Why did I use that name as you know, the label for that metaphor? I have absolutely no idea, but... I remember I took my grandpa to Menards one day and I was just waiting out in the car for him in the parking lot and I had this notepad and the chorus was the last thing I needed to write to complete that song and it all of a sudden just hit me like a ton of bricks and that was the last piece of the puzzle was that name. Of course, I got permission to use the name later, um, but that's kind of how it came about.
my time is free, my mind is free and Now I'm going by what I see and it's killing you, killing me well, I'm a thief of disbelief but don't wanna be, I wanna be, oh You know, we're having this talk here, but I'm really hoping that what you're giving me is the truth because Shiny Penny has a song called Don't Believe a Word That I Say. (laughs) The song has the line, I'm tired of wishing for something more when I know it's only going to make me want a little more. Does that tie into the band? I guess maybe what I'm really asking is, what's the goal for Shiny Penny? Well, the goal for shiny penny has changed as we have grown i often tell people that when we first started as a band our heads were really just in a let's have fun and jam and this feels awesome to be in a rock band and let's play and and do this because it's cool you know kind of a mentality um there might have been more to it i mean obviously i think we had dreams you know we we had artists who we aspired to. We could play instruments and we, we went to concerts and, and we saw these bigger artists on the stage playing in front of all these people. And, you know, there might have been thoughts running through our brains thinking, hey, you know, that would be cool to someday do that. You know, and then pair that along with just the fact that we were high school kids just wanting to have fun playing music, you know. But since then, our identity, our our purpose, our mission has changed pretty drastically. Um, And it's been inevitable, I think, because we've grown, for one. I mean, that's one of the biggest things to note about this whole thing is that, you know, when we started, we were 18. um, And now, you know, I'm 26 and Brad's 27. And, you know, a lot of people tell you, obviously, in, in your early 20s, you do a lot of changing, you do a lot of growing. And, you know, we're nowhere near finished growing. I don't think there's still a lot that we we need to learn and experience with life, especially around the time that Wait Don't Hold came about, the songs on that record, the lyrics on that record. Um, That's when a lot of things started personally changing in my life. And I began to reflect those changes in the lyrics that I was writing for that record. So when you talk about don't believe a word that I say, pretty much like the main inspiration behind the song is having a desire for something that 
I can't seem to quite find or fill. Um, recognizing that I keep desiring things and none of it is satisfying me. So things I say, and it could be anything, you know, things around me, um, things that I can touch and feel and see and uh, acquire. That song kind of introduces this perspective of the fact that these things aren't fulfilling me. I'm still left empty. And that's kind of one of the ideas presented in that song when the specific line I'm tired of needing something to fill me, tired of seeking something that kills me, tired of wishing for something more when I know it's only going to make me want a little more, is basically just being fed up with just every time I, I desire something, I'm just tired of feeling drained at the end of it because I know that, you know, it's not going to last. It's not going to be there. So that was where I was going with that and it comes across in our live show too that i really resonate with those lyrics even still to this day hey we're shiny penny and you're listening to the antidote with dave hawkins i'm running for something completely terrifying and i'm trying to make it my own but I'm hoping for something that only time can show me So I can't my head let it go See, I just want a little peace in my mind But the more that I learn, the harder I try Hit the ground from the nest and I'm still alive But I'm failing the test, I'm living a lie So don't believe a word that I say I'm on the left Oh 
We found out that Shiny Penny has both depth and that they're also seeking truth on the songs Mr. Welker and Don't Believe a Word That I Say. The one thing is about the band is that I've never had a chance to see a set from Shiny Penny. So I had to find out what their live show was like. So many bands are studio-oriented, while others work best live. And I mean, listening to your music, I really can't imagine how much fun your live show must be. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, we've had to come up with ways to keep it fresh for ourselves, really, but also and for our fans who keep coming back to the shows. Because honestly, I mean, until we released Love Isn't Easy, it had been over three years since we released anything new. But we've consistently been playing shows, despite the fact that we haven't released any new music. So we've had to just come up with more and more ways to really keep it fresh and keep it relevant alive. So we've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people come up to us and tell us, which I don't really know if it's a compliment or if it's not a compliment or both, but a lot of people come up to us and tell us, like they hear us on the recording and it's great, but then they come and see us live and it's just like they're blown away. And I mean, I don't try to say that in a prideful way or anything like that, but that's just, I'm just quoting what I hear from a lot of people. A lot of people say that, you know, like we really amp up our songs live. Um which we do try to do. You know, we, we, we really do love the live aspect of it. It's important to us that we actually put on a show, that we really give it everything we have and we play live. And we've gotten a lot of great feedback from our fans over the years who seem to enjoy it. And we're always looking to enhance it. We're always looking to make it better. Shiny Penny went big time at one point because you guys played Vance Warp Tour. Now, I've heard sort of good and bad comments about that tour from other artists. How was it for you? It was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a diplomatic answer. I like that. <laughs> I like that, Dave. Yeah, I think there's pros and cons from our experience, in my opinion. Um, you know, there's a lot of well-known bands with great fan bases at Warp Tour. Um you know, it's kind of like a resume type gig to say you played Warp Tour. It holds weight. But at the same time, you know, it's a 10 minute sound check. You know, you throw all your gear up there and hope for the best. And it's one of, kind of one of those gigs where it's just a, a plug and go. Um, so that's not the most ideal situation for a band like us. You know, the crowds that we had were decent, maybe at best, because uh, there's just so many bands playing and there's so many stages but overall I, I would say it was positive for shiny penny
Lullaby came from the Shiny Penny 2014 release, Open Out. Between then and now, the band has changed the focus of their music. We'll hear about that on the next part of the interview, along with the new Shiny Penny single, Love Isn't Easy. The Antidote features artists who bring a Christian worldview into their music. Now, some of those artists make it pretty obvious, but faith seems to be sort of tucked away for Shiny Penny. Intentional? Um, that's an interesting question. I think at one point we might have unintentionally did that. It's interesting, like the, the time that we're actually having this conversation, that I'm answering this question is, is a very unique moment uh, in time for us because very recently, uh, within the past year, the band has discussed a lot about you know what we're trying to say who we're trying to be what the point is of even doing this at all we've really taken a lot of time to just discuss all these things ask ourselves some really tough questions um, which have really challenged our hearts on why why we're doing this within our current recordings most of them anyway they have had some faith elements here and there throughout that if you really, you know, read between the lines, you could, you could really see um, that there might be something uh, faith implemented here and there, which was not really intentional for most of it. I mean, I, I don't think there was any right here. We're going to slip in a little bit about Jesus right here. You know what I mean? Like, we never did that. Personally, I've, there's been a desire within me to want to be more bold about my own faith and wanting that to be more known and becoming more okay with whatever God wants the band to be, to let it be that. There used to be a time where I used to shy away from, uh, you know, oh, Shiny Penny can't be a Christian band or Shiny Penny can't be labeled as a worship band or, you know, anything like that, you know, because that's just not who we are. It's not how we started. That's not who we've been. And, you know, we don't write songs like that. But like I said, God, I feel, has really challenged us in the past year and said, hey, you know, this is mine. It's not yours. I gave you these talents. I gave you these songs. I, I gave you everything. And I want to do what I want to do with this. In a nutshell is what we have begun to really think is going on with Shiny Penny. And so um, we have been challenged as of late just to have more of an open hand to say, to God that we're okay with whatever he wants to do with it. And yes, that means that even if he wanted Shiny Penny to be a worship man someday, then, you know, I want to be able to, to say that, yeah, we'll, we'll be a worship band if that's what he wants Shiny Penny to be. But if he doesn't, yeah, that's okay too. But all I know is that I want to be more bold about my faith and following the gospel, following what I believe in very strongly is to be a disciple and to make disciples and to be a, uh, an ambassador that shares Christ's light to those who need it. So I think there's potential there for God to do something that, whatever he wants to do, I think we've been challenged lately to just be available for him to do what he wants to do. So what I think fans are going to find in the future of our music, and even with our most uh, recent song, is that um, a lot of what I've been writing, they're more direct prayers, really, to God. I mean, 
the chorus of love isn't easy for example in my opinion it's a form of a prayer and our songs that have yet to be released there's going to be a lot more of that than the next song coming the chorus is a direct prayer to god and so we want to be unashamed we want to be unapologetic we, we want to be authentic and sincere um, about everything that we do and you know we don't want to be sorry for it if it's the truth if it's what god wants to do with the band the chorus does say i'm running here in the open but i'm hiding from your view you gave me a weight i can't hold but i'm still hanging on to you it really does sound like faith can be a burden yeah i think you're you're right on with you know asking that question it's that part of the chorus you know, even now, like, I mean, I, I reflect from time to time on that and just trying to think of where I was when I wrote those words. And I have to think of it in a certain way, but it, it really is a direct dialogue with God of just feeling like I can't handle all that God is and all that God has to offer. I can't take it. You know, like, it's too great for me. It's too big for me. Um, but somehow I'm still holding on. Uh, somehow I'm still believing that this big, huge, awesome God still loves and cares for little old me, uh, <laughs> cares about my every concern, my every need, desires me, wants me. It, it's pretty amazing.
You also sent me a rough mix of another new song that you've got coming out called Promised Land. It sounds like to be in the promised land, it's going to be something you have to work at. Because you give the line, I'll give it all I have, leave everything behind. Give me the thunder and I'll make the time. Don't want to give it up. I'm going to make it right. Is it really going to be that much of a struggle? I, I don't know. I, I guess time will tell. I know that it, the place I was in when I wrote those words, you know, in, in my Christian walk, in my walk with God, as I think it is for every believer, I have my good days and my bad days. <laughs> I have the days where I feel more confident. I feel like I'm hearing his voice. I feel like I'm on the right track. And I know, I know for today, at least, where I need to go and what I need to do, you know. And then I think there's there's other days where it's 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 not so bright and shiny. It's not so apparent what I need to do. And there's a little bit more darkness that I have to kind of work through of just kind of some some evil within my own heart that is there that I need God to prune out of me to show me what he really wants to do with my life. And so um, I think when I wrote those words of the chorus of Promised Land, I was having a, a more good day. I was feeling hopeful. I was feeling encouraged. You know, all wasn't perfect, but I had a hope in there being a better side to the trial that I was in, I guess, so to speak, that, that I had a hope that it was going to get better, that things were going to be as they needed to be in God's timing. I love the sound of the song. And I know it's a rough recording, but you're going to have to let me play at least part of the track. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. It, it, just exclusive on the antidote radio. <laughs> <laughs>
up to them when No, no You gotta move, you gotta choose, you gotta shake the mood You gotta hope, you gotta lose, you gotta let it go Well, every now and then I see things clearer But now and then I forget what's clear to take me Take mine I need another sense, I need another track Take me, take mine I keep it all I have, leave everything behind Give me the Thanks go out to Shiny Penny for allowing me to share that advanced copy of their song, Promised Land, on the Antidote. It might not be the final version, but it's pretty obvious that this is an excellent song. You'll be hearing more superb music next time on the Antidote. A few weeks back, I brought in the first installment of songs that I consider to be perfect, and next week is going to be round two of my top picks of all time. I really get into the creativity of Shiny Penny. So let's get back into the last part of my conversation with the band and have a final song from them called More. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you again next week. Can Shiny Penny also promise more music to go along with these two new songs? You know, I would say if God wants the band to continue, if God wants to keep using this, then yes. Um, at, at this point, I think the three of us in this room are agreed that literally really is like a day to day for us. And it's a, you know, if God's leading us to continue on and do more, we will do more. Um, one foot in front of the other. We have more songs. We, we do have plans to keep releasing new material. Then they'll be released, you know, but I guess I say that lightly because we don't know what's in store. If I'm just being honest, like I, I, I could die tomorrow. And then it's all over. You know what I mean? At least for me, maybe these guys will continue on without me. I might move to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I don't think it's just God, but I think it's the government also, because Canada got rid of our pennies a few years ago. So when the States dumps the penny, does shiny penny cease to exist? No, we just... (laughs) (laughs) Those shiny dollars. (laughs) 
Guys, thanks so much for coming to The Antidote for this talk, and best of luck with the new music. Dave, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of the the program, man. I really appreciate it. I think I've hit the deep end. I think that I've lost my way because I can't break the feeling that I'm missing every single thing. You're the only one I want now. I want to give you everything. Even in our best times There's something standing in the way Cause if I didn't need something more There'd be no tears On your face And if I didn't need something You tell me all your secrets You pull your heart into my brain But I'm losing a connection And feeling emptier with every day I tell me this is just a moment I wish I knew that it would go away Cause I don't wanna see the ending no. I don't wanna love to go to waste Cause if I didn't eat something more There'd be no tears on your face Oh, And if I didn't eat something more I need to